Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. Today's mindset chat is actually a bit of a a continuation of the masterclass that I just did earlier this week on handling hard stuff. And I know that some of you who listened to the podcast were also in that session, so this will ring some bells. But, and if you were not in that class, you'd still like to listen to the recording or get the book, send me a message because I do have copies of the book that I can still sign for you personally and pop it in the mail for you. And that purchase of the book gets you into the masterclass, or there's a way that you can just get into the masterclass if you want, but pop me a message and we can do that. But if you were in the class, you know, we talked a little bit about handling hard stuff and what hard stuff is all about. And we talked about some of the ways to handle the stress of hard things. And I'm not going to go into the whole masterclass, but one thing I wanted to highlight because it came up in a few people's comments. And so we we had a little bit more discussion on this. And even after the class in the comments, I went back and forth with a couple of the, the class participants who expressed just some thoughts on this idea of, of handling stress and anxiety. And truthfully, when something happens to the space between our ears, a hard thing, a challenge, an obstacle, we often go to, you know, our thoughts start to race and then emotions come up. And this is where I was talking a little bit about a coaching model that I use where there's a circumstance that happens, you know, that's the hard thing. It's a circumstance, but it's the thoughts that come into our mind about that circumstance. And the thoughts are based on, you know, our past beliefs, limiting beliefs sometimes, things that have gone on, how we were raised, just all kinds of stuff comes into our, our thoughts and they're affected by beliefs. And then it produces these emotions. And quite often it can be anxiety and stress when people are handling hard things. So one of the things I had mentioned was that I really feel like stress, well, I I gave the example of fitness and I've used this example before because I'm from a fitness background, but if you're into fitness or you know about muscles, we often talk about Lifting heavy weights will stress your muscle. So you're putting your your muscles under heavy load until they become so stressed that they actually get stronger. So the stress is a good thing to create strength. And just a little detail of that, we, we stress the muscle, it kind of tears the muscle a bit, that stress of the heavy load. Taking a day off is a really good way to give your muscles time to rebuild and get stronger before you you go back into the next workout. So it's the same thing with the stress of life is pause, like give yourself some time, give yourself some space, slow down and let your handling hard stuff muscle get stronger. And that was one of the big messages I, I tried to get across in the masterclass is that I believe everything is a muscle. And if we just avoid hard things. You know, we don't want to be, we don't want any obstacles or challenges in our life. We just avoid them at all costs. If we come across an obstacle, we try to hide from it, numb the pain of it, look for something to get it away from us. Instead of facing it head on, and sometimes that, you know, facing the obstacles head on is how we build our handling hard stuff muscle. We build up our resilience to handling hard stuff. So the next time something even harder comes into our path, we're a little bit more prepared for it. We've got some strategies for how to handle it. So that was part of the conversation. But one of the things that came up was this idea that when you are trapped in that little spiral loop of, you know, the negative thoughts, the anxious, stressful thoughts that are looping around your head, your nervous system is all dysregulated, that there's a couple of things that you can do to try to 
get through that part. And one of them I mentioned is pause, just to slow down and pause. But getting even more specific when you're pausing is breathe, okay? Breathing is so necessary for the health of our bodies and minds. But when you're feeling anxious and stressed, breathing and really focusing on your breathing brings you into the present. And that was the main message of my, and I have a few other ideas I'm going to throw out here, but becoming present slows down your scattered mind. The monkey mind that we talk about in yoga, when your mind starts jumping around and just getting more and more anxious and stressed out and in a loop of negativity, we need to become present because quite often our thoughts are past and future. We're really not in the moment. And if we can bring ourselves into the moment to pause or breathe, that really helps us to calm our nervous system. So there's the first thing, just breathe. Focus on your breathing because if you're breathing and really thinking about your breathing, you don't have space to worry about other stuff. You're focused on your breathing. And there's all kinds of things. We've done it in a few of my meditation sessions, but, you know, focus. And you can make stuff up. You don't have to be told by an expert. (laughs) Breathe in and then breathe out for longer than you breathe in. That's one thing you can focus on. That is a technique. But you can make up your own technique. You can count in your head for a little bit and then exhale and the other counts. But the more you're focused on the counting or you're focused on the feeling in your belly or you're focused on a a mantra or an affirmation you're saying, I am calm. And you just say it over and over while you're breathing. Whatever it is, it keeps you in the present. And that's what we're trying to do here to get away from our anxious mind. So meditation is another thing. And you can listen to a guided meditation. And it doesn't mean that your mind won't still fight you a little bit and try to jump away to other things. Never judge yourself for that. That's something that often gets in people's way when they say, oh, I can't meditate or I'm no good at that. It's because they beat themselves up for having thoughts. The thoughts will be there. It's just redirecting your focus back to your breathing. A thought comes in, you let it go. Visualize the cloud in the sky and it goes away with the cloud. Never judge yourself for that. Just learn that you're actually strengthening your power of focus You're strengthening your meditative muscle when you have a thought because you have to teach yourself, come back to my breathing. You've learned something. And the more times you do it, the the stronger you'll get at it. And you'll just start to, oh, there's a thought. Well, I'll let that one go instead of diving in to focus on it. Okay? So whatever it is, you're breathing, you've got something to focus on. The other suggestion that I gave people for becoming present is to get moving, And this actually comes into um, the whole idea of using your five senses. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit more specifically in a minute. But just the moving part is, you know, we talk about emotions, e-motion, as being energy in motion. And so if you're feeling stressed and anxious, do something to get you moving because that makes you present. If you're moving, you have to be a little focused on your movement. Um, And for me, an example I gave was when I taught fitness classes. That was a really good way for me to get out of any kind of anxious spiral loop if I was going through something hard because I had to be really focused on the music and the transitions and coaching and cueing and the people in front of me and me doing the movements. So I was very 
much not in my head. I was in the moment. And that's the key, being present, getting in the moment. So if movement helps you get in the moment, then get moving, do something. Uh, Try to follow an exercise class on TV. Put on some music and try to dance to the beat. Do jumping jacks. Something to get you moving because that also gets your emotions moving. Um, You know, I believe strongly in energy. And, you know, if you've worked with me in human design, you know that we are energetic beings. And so moving our energy around in our bodies, sometimes that means flushing out energy because we can absorb energy from other people. And sometimes that might be a negative energy. Maybe that's why we're feeling stressed is because we pulled in some negative energy from our boss at work, something. But if you can get it moving, you can actually start to like sweat it out, release it out, breathe it out. Get your, your energy in motion so you move your emotions through your body. Another thing you can do to clear energy is, and it's a form of movement, but going for a walk, but even better, go for a walk out in nature. And I was listening to something, uh, I think it was earlier today, and somebody was kind of poking fun at, again, if one more person tells me to get over something, just go for a walk in nature. Um, She was, you know, kind of criticizing that. So I'm not saying this is going to fix everything, but it might be a strategy that helps you to release the energy. And when you're walking in nature, the other thing that I'm going to talk about now is this idea of the five senses. So to bring yourself into the present moment, into the now and not be living in your past and future head space. To get present, use your five senses. And if you're walking in nature, that is a great way because there's always sounds and smells and things that you're seeing and the, you know, the sound of the crunching of leaves under your feet or the gravel or something. You smell pine trees. There's always something in nature that we can pull our five senses into an awareness of. But if you're not in nature, let's say you're just in your kitchen and you're having an anxiety attack, you're getting all, your central nervous system is all stressed out suddenly. If you want to regulate your nervous system, bring yourself into the present. What do you smell? And if there's nothing that you can smell, you might even do things intentionally, light a candle. So you can focus on, "Mm, I smell that candle, that's my favorite candle, and then play some music. There's a sound. Or maybe you just get really quiet and you see what you are hearing, what you're seeing. Maybe if you're sitting on the couch, what does the couch feel like? What does that pillow feel like? Can you squish it between your hands? Getting in touch with your five senses brings you into the present. Uh, One of the other um, participants in the group said her daughter is struggling with some anxiety and her daughter's therapist had said, Uh, chew gum. Because again, that's, you know, you've got your taste buds going, you've got your jaw moving. uh, There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on with that. Light a candle or put on scented lotion was something else that her therapist had said, which is great because then you're also, your sense of touch because you're feeling your skin as you're putting on the lotion and you're smelling the lotion. So anything you can think of, you know, and some people pet their pet. You know, just doing that, make you, you get more in touch with being in the present moment because the cat is purring and you're feeling their fur and, you know, it's, it's just very sensory. And my feeling is that if you can draw yourself in with your five senses to being more present, it will help to calm down your nervous system, just settle you in a bit. And then also it awakens your sixth sense, which is your intuition and listening to your body getting yourself out of your mind, which might be racing with anxiety, and just getting into your body to feel it. That's your intuition. 
your gut instinct, whatever you call it. But that's your sixth sense and it is very present. So I highly encourage using the five senses and that can happen through meditation and breathing as well because that does pull in a lot of your senses um, when you're doing breathing exercises. So those are just a couple of ideas that I pulled from the class uh, when we talked about handling hard stuff and becoming resilient, learning to handle obstacles and instead of letting them stop us to find ways around them. And uh, yeah, so if you want to get into the masterclass still and have a listen, we had some great conversation in there about a lot of different topics that can help us build up our handling hard stuff muscle. But just pop me a message. Maybe I'll put the link down below again because the the PayPal link is still there. If you want to just get the masterclass, um, I can add you that way. Or if you're interested in a book, uh, you can message me and I will do a signed copy for you and pop it in the mail. So I think that's it for today. Thank you for joining me again for uh, another chance to get between your ears and put in some some things for you to think about. And today we were really were talking about that space between our ears that we need to really take care of uh, because our our mindset can really throw off things like you know your stress level, your anxiety. So hopefully some of the tips today will help you if you have some nervous system regulation that you need to do and some stress that you need to deal with. Uh, try some of those things. I encourage you. That's your call to action. Anytime you're feeling a little bit uh, anxious, five senses. Do that one first because that's easy. You can do that almost anywhere. Just what are you feeling? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? Is there a taste around you? So, and I think I did a, a meditation actually focused on that a long time ago. I can't remember which number it was, but you might be able to find it if you look. (laughs) If I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But thanks again for listening. If you think of anybody who you know might be going through something hard and could use a little bit of um, a few ideas about how to handle their hard things or their anxiety, their stress, uh, pop them this link. Let them know that it's something that, that might interest them and or share it on social media. I love it when people share because it does help to get the word out. And I just got a notification that we've hit our 50th episode. I think that counts the trailer uh, of the podcast, but it's kind of exciting that, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to do this for 50 in a row and we'll just keep the streak going. So thanks again. And uh, before I see you again, take care of that space between your ears. 